Hello, and welcome to Plot Mechanics. I'm your host, Steve Voitage. I went back and forth about doing this, this quick reaction to Suicide Squad, and the reason I went back and forth about it is because this movie, like apparently everything in modern society, causes people to go nuts and say, well, if you don't believe what I believe, I'm going to destroy you. Apparently, some people were so upset that this movie didn't get great reviews, they drafted a petition to get Rotten Tomatoes removed from the internet? I don't even know what they were asking for. But anyway, I'm going to give my quick reaction on this, even though it won't be backed up with quotes from the movie or specific passages. This movie is not very good. It's boring. And I think that's the worst thing you can say for a movie like this. The trailer, it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be a good time, and it is boring. Why is that? Well, okay, so first of all, spoiler warnings, I guess. Uh, I, don't, I don't plan on spoiling a lot of the movie, but in all honesty, there's nothing to spoil. It's boring. It's a boring movie. So we start off with 50 minutes of introducing the characters with a boring, lazy voiceover. I thought we were starting the movie. We were just right in the prison. We, we meet Harley Quinn and Will Smith's character, Deadshot, and we see who they are, what they're about. They're sparring with the guards, and I say, okay, we're, this is how we're going to meet the characters. But then we go into flashbacks, and Viola Davis is having meetings with people, and she's saying, well, here's explicitly what they're about and why I want them, and it's like 45 minutes long, and I'm just like, okay, when does the movie actually start? And that's another thing. So this movie is about a ragtag team getting together to face uh, a big threat. It's Armageddon or Dirty Dozen or any of those movies. And in those movies, there's an inciting incident. An asteroid's coming down to Earth. There's a war going on. Something happens. And here, nothing happens. She's saying, well, we need to get a team of bad guys together because Superman might have been a problem, huh? Uh, and there's like 25, 30 minutes of that, and then a member of the team becomes that problem. It's a really awkward, weird, shifty way to get into the inciting incident of the film. It's way later than it should be, and the film kind of just rolls into it. It's not like a big event where we go like, oh, okay, now we better move. It's already kind of been happening where we are gathering these bad guys together. All right, so we have this super long intro, this long exposition of who all these characters are. And then what is Act 2 supposed to be about? Well, Act 2 is about the team figuring out who's who, what's what. They have a smaller task to accomplish than the overall task that they need to accomplish in the movie. It's a smaller version of what they need to accomplish later on. So they, they're they able to overcome that. It's awkward and it's messy, but they learn to work together. And then in Act 3, they use that. It doesn't work as well. They have a darkest moment, which is in this movie. They go to a bar, and they're all discussing their life, and they're saying what's good and what's bad, and they get a little closer. And then they're able to overcome that and then defeat the enemy in the third act. Well, that second act in this movie is missing. It's not there. And maybe that's because of what people were talking about, where the director apparently had his cut. It was too dark, and all the suits at Warner Brothers were freaking out that Batman vs. Superman didn't get the press they wanted, so they gave it to the trailer company that made the trailer that everyone really enjoyed with the music, and they said, well, you do your cut. And apparently half of that cut won, I guess. 
And so that's what we've ended up with. And some people were talking about where there were extreme tonal shifts in the film. And I didn't really see that in particular, but I did see shifts in characters feeling ways that weren't built. It was like all of a sudden they were friends and there was nothing in any previous scene that would have made that make sense. I will say one thing I really did enjoy was Harley Quinn and Joker. I know there's been a lot of press around Jared Leto's performance, how good, how bad, whatever. But the way they used Joker, I actually really enjoyed. He was this chaotic element that entered every now and again. He was actually a little too powerful to be in too much of the movie. Every time he showed up, he meant something. And the relationship he had with Harley, what she wanted out of him, how she acted, and Margot Robbie played it perfectly. I really enjoyed that part of it, and I wish that was in more of the film. Wilt Smith's character, Deadshot, Wilt Smith is just too big of a movie star, and he's a good guy. He's just too charismatic. I don't believe he would kill all those people. I don't believe that he just cares about money. I just don't believe that out of him. He's too good at being a good human being. Lastly, I told my fiancé, who I dragged to this movie, and because she loves me, she came and saw it with me, and I said, well, actually, the director was really pushing to use Ben Affleck's Batman. He said, that's great. That's a great Batman. Please let me play with that toy. And I was like, well, he said he's going to use him from the criminal standpoint. He's going to come out of the shadows out of nowhere. Usually we see films from Batman's standpoint. We see his face. We see what he's planning. We see how it goes. We see his reactions to stuff. But imagine being a criminal and having this guy come out of nowhere and kick the crap out of you. And she was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. But in the film, it's just Batfleck standing there, clearly. And maybe it's because if you're going to pay Ben Affleck to show up in your movie, you have to show his face. But I really wanted him to be this force of nature. I mean, in fact, he was more of a force of nature in Batman vs. Superman, a film that was partially about him where I followed his journey. If it's through the eyes of the bad guys, I don't want to see that much of him. I want him to be a blur. I want him to be this terrifying thing that just rushes in and ruins their lives. Anyway, Suicide Squad is not worth seeing. It's just not. Anyway, maybe I'll do a deep dive later on when it comes out on Blu-ray, but I was really disappointed. I'll be coming back with something actually not movie-related, TV-related soon, and then after that I'll do a deep dive into another film. Thanks again for listening.